0: Welcome to the Women Who Talk podcast. This podcast will feature a diverse group of women discussing and debating everything. The women who appear on this podcast are from various racial, economic, marital, social, and age groups. My name is Tracy Stansil, and this is our first podcast. And today we are joined by Ginger and Lauren, two young women who are eager to share their views on why they think women are not waiting until marriage to have sex these days. Lauren,
1: give us your thoughts. Well, I feel like the main reason that women aren't waiting until marriage to have sex is because people are getting married later. Statistics show that there's been an upward trend of the average age of marriage since the 1950s. It used to be around the ages of 18 and 19 people were getting married, and now people are getting married closer to the age of 30. So people aren't really having sex any later than they were they're just getting married later
2: what about you ginger i'll have to disagree with that i feel like the correlation between sex and marriage at this point in society is not there, there, there's no correlation between them anymore way back when sex and marriage used to be equatable in the sense of You only had sex when you were married or else you would be considered and viewed in a bad light in society. Now, with the feminist movement starting in the 50s and 60s, women had that liberation and that sexual liberation and liberation from the home so that they didn't feel the need to not only wait for sex, but wait for marriage or get married at all. So I think that in our generation, at least, sex and marriage aren't equatable anymore. So you can't say that they're not they're not waiting to have sex because we're getting married later so here's an old school point of view
0: so i feel as though people are introduced to sex earlier in life um years ago there was not all these sexual acts on tv and i think that because people are introduced to sex uh, sooner. And a lot more often that they are thinking about sex, they become more curious about it, and I think that is why women are having sex at a much earlier age this, in this generation. And over the past
2: decades, that's why that's changed. See, but I don't find anything wrong with that. The sexual liberation and is the sexual liberation movement is a fantastic concept and idea and the uh, the idea of being so stifled with your sexuality was caused so many issues back in the day and if you go to literally any other country in the world they look at us and they think americans are so uptight about sex and about relationships and romance we do need to kind of let go and embrace our sexuality more and yes that's not to say that having sex super early is a good idea because there's so many emotional and physical things that go along with that but I definitely think that the sexual liberation has played a part into why people aren't
1: waiting for sex and I don't think that's a bad bad thing well what do you consider super early because like I, um, continuing with my argument about marriage people getting having sex at the same time but like marrying later even like you Ginger said earlier if there's no correlation then it's still my argument still stands In the past, people were having—you got married and then you had sex because you were trying to have kids. But if people are still people are still having sex at the same age they always were, it just seems like it's earlier because people are getting married later, thus like and are reaching what society deems emotional maturity later in life than we used to consider it.
0: Well, I I agree with you both, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think my from my point of view. I feel like um, girls are more sexual at a young age. You know, once you hit 18, you can have at it, but I feel like girls are more sexual at a younger age today than they were years ago. And that I have a problem with. Because, you know, with sex comes a lot of responsibility. It A lot of emotional issues may arise A lot of baggage may arise from sex And I just think that You know People need to be a certain age Before they can really handle All the responsibility um, And emotional things That can come with
2: having sex See I completely agree with that And I think that that's Something that hasn't really been A factor That's been thought about until now because as long i was talking about earlier you waited till marriage so being mature wasn't a factor to play in because you were mature enough to get married so you're mature enough to have sex nowadays you have people having sex as young as 10 12 13 14 years old and that's a totally different stage in life than somebody that's fresh out of high school marrying her high school sweetheart and going and buying a house with a white picket fence but also to contradict your statement earlier Lauren I don't think that people started having sex when, back in the day when they got married just to have kids people had sex for pleasure back then too it wasn't exclusively to have children
0: but people were but pe- back then people were made to believe that that was the point be- of having sex
1: Yes, even if that wasn't entirely I mean, yeah. the actual right. perception even if that wasn't entirely what their intent was that was the perception society had about it, was my general point. Okay, that's true. Like, society made it more acceptable, it, society deemed it being more acceptable that if you were 18 and you were having sex back then, it was acceptable because you're married, but you're trying to, to be a mother. And as society's sexist terms back then had, you were trying to fulfill your life's purpose by attempting to be a mother. Which I agree with. Um, you mentioned that people are having more young, sex, more when they're younger now because of the feminist movement, and I I agree with you, Ginger, in that in a partial sense because even with the feminist movement, it made it easier to um, prevent pregnancy because there was more access to birth control, which I feel like that definitely is one of the factors.
2: And that's a factor contributing to earlier sex nowadays. I'll bet not everybody uses these abundance of methods of birth control. But yeah, that's another method, another reason why people are having sex. Because now, sex is having a child. And I think that there's just so many things, back to Tracy's point about being how sex is now widely in the media. I think that that's a big contributing and that ties back into the kind of our society as a whole becoming more comfortable and more comfortable with sex being prevalent but then that also brings up the issue of there's so many things coming out now where people the example of the show 13 Reasons Why there's a big to do in the news about that because there were some sex scenes and rape scenes depicted on television that people weren't comfortable with and that people felt that young children shouldn't be watching well the show was broadcast on Netflix, a streaming service, which children had access to. It wasn't on cable or anything. So it's, it's one of the things where people went and found it. Like 13, 14-year-old kids went and found this. And, and that's something that we're now seeing is going to eventually become unavoidable in society, that people will be exposed to sex, no matter how much you try to lock it down and close it off from them, even using parental locks and such that's going to happen and that's showing the sense of if, if if we want to see a decline in teen pregnancy or see a decline in um, children having sex so young it, it all comes down to in the home and educating your children and explaining to them that like Tracy said so it's not just you have sex you can get pregnant you have sex you can get an STD you have sex There could be so much emotional trauma to that. If it doesn't go well, if you have sex, you could get very attached to this person. And this person might not be the best person to get very emotionally attached to. There's so many repercussions for having sex that we do need to talk to kids and children about.
0: I think, um, I almost feel like sex ed needs to be addressed in the home as well as school. Um, And I think many families are not doing that because it's a very uncomfortable topic. And I think as parents, parents need to get comfortable being uncomfortable with certain subjects. And I think there's certain subjects that should not be avoided. You know, I'm sure we can all debate about the timing of when these conversations need to happen, but they definitely need to have
2: it. What were you going to say, Ginger? 100% right. When my mom, one time my mom, i was saying I definitely 100% agree. One time when my mom tried to give me a sex talk when I was a kid, uh, she trapped me in the car before a soccer game and just like laid it all out for me. I was so uncomfortable. I could try sh- tell she was trying not to be uncomfortable, but she said what she needed to say, it stuck. And I remember that day. So it worked. So definitely it should be addressed in the home.
1: I, th- I completely agree with you as well, Tracy, but I feel like with people debating about when you should have the talk with, with, their ch- with your children, I feel like you could do it in stages. Like there's certain things that they need to know at a certain age, and then more stuff they need to know when they're older. Like, I remember that's kind of what my mom did for me. I remember I was like, I had be, I was really I was I had to be like eight or nine when like we had the first round of the talk where I ex- was explained the basics and she I had this I was given this like children's book explaining anatomy, and I was like okay, so that's how that works. And then like as I got older and started. Um, start puberty there was round two of the talk that was increasingly more awkward and I really didn't want to hear it but it was stuff I needed to know
0: now what's interesting is my mom
1: really never had the talk with me
0: and I found out years later that she had the talk with my older sisters so I'm guessing she expected them to pass the information down to me (laughs) And that never happened.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I definitely feel like I passed down some information to my sister, definitely. And then that's also the thing, too. It's like, in our generation, at least, like, we were so open to it. We were so exposed to sex, or we had friends that were super exposed to sex, even if uh, us ourselves weren't, even although me and myself was not super exposed to sex at a young age. I knew people that were... And, of course, kids talk, little girls talk, and especially in middle school, people gossip and talk. Then I got exposed to those things, and, of course, you would tell your siblings what you knew and what you heard and, like, what your friends had done and what they said about this or that. And then when you get to college, too, you find out people, you learn more and more and more because college is the time for experimenting. So even if you haven't done it,
1: somebody you know has done it. I completely agree with what Ginger was saying about, like, hearing it from your peers, but I feel like when you're in college, that's kind of a helpful source of information if you yourself haven't done that many things. And When you're in middle school, it could be hit or miss because it's like a game of telephone. Kids don't always know 100% what they're talking about, so you could be informed with misinformation. <laughs> Kids can, you could be informed with misinformation, which is why you need to talk, people should talk to their kids about it
0: you know it's funny you bring up the middle school thing and playing
1: telephone i mean
0: there's so many funny stories about things that you hear and misinformation and it's pretty funny when it's at the middle school level but it's not funny when it is at the high school level yeah
2: when kids are starting to have sex it's like oh whoops I thought you could get pregnant if you did X, Y, or Z. Right. Whoops.
0: I remember hearing (laughs) a story about uh, someone talking to their kid about oral sex. And the question came up. Oh, is that when you have sex while talking? Oh, God. I I think that's hilarious. Oh, that's bad. That's hilarious. But that just shows how innocent children are. That just shows how innocent children are you know and that's why we need to have these conversations but you know i think children need to be comfortable asking questions you know they can't learn everything from their friends but i think they need to be comfortable with their parents um they need to feel comfortable asking these questions and knowing that you know their parents are not going to flip out and not gonna you know yell at them about asking these questions parents need to be open and honest with their kids when they ask these questions. And sometimes See, but you need to give age-appropriate answers. And that's not to say <laughs> that you're lying, but sometimes you don't need to give all of the information at the time that the question
2: is asked. Not everybody has that parental support court when it comes to talking about sex and talking about these things. I know friends of mine from college that personally said that their parents just did not talk about it to them at all. And some of these people came from religious backgrounds, and then some people didn't. But I think that it's definitely...
0: thank you for joining us and we hope that you come back for another segment of women who talk